Well, a fascinating gospel reading this morning, brothers and sisters, one that we're all familiar with, the story of the prodigal son. We're going to dive into these, uh, to this story, but first I want to just give you one concept that I'm going to keep returning to throughout the homily, one key that will help us unlock certain parts of this passage, and that key is humility. And what does humility actually mean? Does humility mean uh, denying our gifts and tearing ourselves down and being self-deprecating all the time? Is that what humility is? Well, no. Real humility, brothers and sisters, the virtue of humility is simply recognizing the truth and accepting the truth. The truth about who we are, the truth about who God is, and the truth about our relationship to him. If we can do all three of those things perfectly, we'll be perfectly humble. If we recognize who we are, who God is, and who our relationship is to him, we'll be perfectly humble. And I think that's a really great key for what we're reading in this gospel today. So let's go to the story. Again, we all know the story, right? There's two sons, the younger and the older. The younger son says, Father, I don't want to be here anymore. Please give me my inheritance. I'm out of here. So he leaves. He goes and spends all his money. And then he finds himself starving. And he goes uh, to a farmer, and he literally is with the pigs. It's when he's with the pigs that he has the first moment of clarity, probably in his whole life, the first moment of humility, where he true re truly recognizes his state, his difficult state. He says, man, I've messed up. I'm starving. I'm here with the pigs. I'm sinful, and I need reconciliation with my father. And I know that I can go back to my father's house, and at least if I can't be his son anymore, at least I'll be there in the house and I'll have food, and I can be his servant. And that's better than where I am right now. But then, let's see how this plays out. So it says, he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, quickly bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast. So let's notice what happened. First of all, let's, let's notice what the father doesn't do. Right? The son goes back to him and says, Father, I'm sorry, I sinned. Just treat me as one of your servants. I don't deserve to be your son anymore. And the father doesn't say, yeah, you know what, you're right. You can come back to the house, but you're a slave now. And he doesn't say, you know what, welcome back, but get back to work, right? Go back into the field. No, the father doesn't do any of that. The father has compassion. The father runs out to him, embraces him, kisses him, puts a fine robe on him, puts a ring on his finger, slaughters the fattened calf, and has a celebration for his son. The father does pretty much the opposite of what the son's expecting. And the son has a choice in that moment. The son has to say, am I going to accept these gifts from my father? Because we see that he took a step in the right direction when he understood his own state in life. That was the first step of humility. But he still didn't understand who his father was. He still didn't understand what his relationship was to him yet. And in this moment where the father pours out all of his gifts and blessings upon his son, he has to make that choice. 
Am I going to be humble? Am I going to accept these gifts from my Father? Am I going to understand who my Father really is and live in this good relationship with Him? And thanks be to God, He makes the right decision. He doesn't say, no, Father, I'm not worthy. I can't accept these gifts. I don't deserve these things. Um, I can't accept your mercy right now. He doesn't do that. Rather, he opens his heart to his Father and goes into the house to receive every blessing that the Father has for him. That's the moment when he achieves humility, when he understands who he is, who his Father is, and the relationship he has to his Father. And that would be a beautiful ending to the story right there. But as we know, it doesn't end there. Rather, Jesus throws in a twist for us because we go back to the older brother. And we know that the older brother, upon hearing what was going on in the house uh, and that his brother was back and the way the father has treated him, he gets angry. He's not happy that his, his brother is back. He's not happy about the mercy of his father. Rather, he's angry and he won't go inside. And so the twist is that at the beginning of the story, we think the older brother is the one who's living in humility. We think the older brother is the one who's doing the right thing. But it turns out all along, he never actually knew his father. He never actually knew his father's heart. And he wasn't totally living in that relationship with his father. And we see how this plays out. The father comes out to plead with him and the son says, Father, I've been with you this whole time. I've followed all the rules. I served you the whole time. And you didn't give me anything. You didn't give me any of that stuff that you gave to your sinful son. And what's the father's response? We can hear, I think, the sadness in his voice. We can hear the exasperation when he says, My son, you've been with me always. Everything that I have is yours. Everything that I have is yours. How could you not know that? And so we're left with that cliffhanger at the end. Does the older son decide to be humble? Does he decide to accept who his father is and the mercy of his father? Does he decide to go in and partake of the blessings of the father? Or does he let his pride get in the way and not go inside? We're not sure. We don't know the ending to this story. And thus, Jesus presents this question directly to all of us. The question for us, brothers and sisters, is... Are we going to be humble before God our Father? Are we going to take the steps we need to take to recognize our own state, to recognize who God the Father is, and to heal that relationship between us? And specifically, I mean the moment of reconciliation that we have in the sacrament of confession. And now I know confession is difficult. I know it's not fun. I know it's not something that we would necessarily choose to do, but it's the first step in humility. Are we going to take that step and recognize our own sinfulness? Because let's be honest, guys, everyone is sinful. Everyone in here, everyone in every other church, everyone in the whole world, we're all sinners. All right? We all need the mercy of Jesus Christ. There's no exceptions to that, right? except Jesus and Mary. We're all sinners, and we all need the mercy of Jesus Christ. So the question is, are we going to sit back and say, 
yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm really a pretty good person. I don't think I really need the mercy of Jesus Christ. I don't think I really need his forgiveness. I'm going to skip confession. Things will be okay. Are we going to do that? Or are we going to take the hard step and really examine our consciences? And if it's been a while, that's okay. If you've got tough things to say, that's all right. If you don't know where to start, that's fine. Go on Google. Type in uh, Catholic examination of conscience. You'll find tons of stuff. And you can go through that list and say to yourself, oh yeah, maybe I have missed mass a couple times. Maybe I have um, held on to anger that I shouldn't be held, holding on to. Maybe I have sinned against purity in ways, um, one way or another. Whatever it might be, recognize the sins in your life. Get to the place where you're willing to have reconciliation with the Father and then go courageously back. Because when you go to confession, guess what the Father's not going to do? He's not going to say, yeah, you know what? You're terrible. Yeah, I'm going to punish you now. Go in the field and get back to work. The Father's not going to do that. Rather, the Father is going to run out to you, embrace you, and pour his blessings upon you in your life. And that's the moment, brothers and sisters, when we can truly understand who our merciful Father is and what our real relationship is to him. Because through our baptism, all of us are beloved sons and daughters of God our Father. And we're meant to be in a relationship of love and peace and joy and blessing with him. And if we're not doing that, we're missing out. If we're not running to the house of the Father, we're missing out on the best that life has to offer us. So let us not be afraid to go to confession, to get our sins out and to receive the mercy of the Father. Because it's when we live in right relationship with him that we're going to have true peace and true joy. Don't be afraid to run to God your Father, to open your heart to him, and to receive every great gift and blessing that he has for you. Live in the house of the Father and live in the peace and the joy that he has for you as, you, as his beloved sons and daughters.